Well, hello and welcome to the Kingdom Citizens Podcast, bringing you daily devos every Monday to Friday. We are about to embark on this journey together, going cover to cover through the Bible, and I couldn't be more excited for it. Um, We're going to start in the New Testament, and actually we're going to start in the Gospel of John. And so we will read from John all the way to the end of the New Testament, and then we'll pick up at the beginning of the Old Testament all the way through, and then starting again at the New Testament. And I couldn't be more excited to do that with you guys. Um, This is supposed to be a daily devo for you, um, but it's not supposed to replace your own devotional life. Um, It's supposed to be almost like a supplement to help encourage you, um, challenge you, and push you in your faith. I'm usually going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible uh, for a few reasons. One, it's super easy to read and understand. Um, And then two, it's also very, very accurate to um, what the actual original texts say. And so I find it super helpful to have those two things. One that's readable, but also not sacrificing um, what the text actually was saying. And so I really enjoy that translation and I hope that you will enjoy it as well. And so with all that being said, let's dive into the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him not one thing was created that has been created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name who were born not of natural descent or of will of the flesh or of will of man, but of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, this was the one who I said, the one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who himself is God and is at the Father's side, has revealed him. So this passage is very familiar. to most Christians, or at least you've heard it probably a few times. And the thing about passages like this is it's easy to write it off and, and not have it impact you the way it should. But I'm encouraging you to not let that happen today. It is a mind-boggling thing that God came in the flesh in the form of a human being and that human 
was Jesus, that the God of Israel of the Old Testament, who all throughout the Old Testament has been trying to use this people group, Israel, to bring his kingdom, to bring salvation, to bring freedom from sin and death. But they have continually rejected him, saying, you are not the God we want. You are not the the God we think you should be. And we do not agree with your plan of salvation. It doesn't make sense to us. But God, being gracious, has never given up on Israel, and he's never given up on humanity, that he loves us to an extreme amount, to the point of actually physically coming to finally save us from our sin. And the thing here is that the story continues and the pattern continues where even though God shows up in the flesh, Israel again rejects him. And I think that we often still struggle with this. Um, that that we see who God is in the scriptures and we reject him and say, you are not the God I think you should be. You are not the God that I've made in my own image. And so I reject who you've revealed yourself to be and I choose a God that I've formed with my own hands instead. And we see the way he's called us to live and the way he's called us into his kingdom. And we go, I don't like what you're calling me into. I don't like the things you're saying. I actually reject your words and I'm going to go my own way. And then even when it comes to salvation, um, of course, people who don't believe reject salvation, but even we often reject salvation in the way that we live, that the way we live our lives says that we have not actually embraced or believed in what the cross says, that we have been set free from our sin to live for him, that often we reject that gift and, and, and focus in on our own ways and fall back into our sin and go on our own path that the sin of Israel is still often the sin that we struggle with, the sin of rejecting God, rejecting the word, rejecting the light of the world himself. And so today I want to encourage you that as you go about your day, don't reject the word. Instead, embrace him. Prepare your heart for him. Open your heart to him and say, God, come. I accept who you are, who you've revealed yourself in your word to be. Not the God that I've made in my own head or in my own image, but actually the God that you have shown yourself to be. And God, I embrace your ways that the thing you're calling me to is is difficult and is challenging um, because I'm a sinful person. To live the way you're calling me to live is hard but I surrender to it and I want to follow your ways, not my own. And then to embrace the cross and say, Jesus, your death and, 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 and your sacrifice, taking all of my sin and shame and the penalty for how I've rejected you into yourself, paying that debt that I could never pay, dying in my place. God, I embrace it. Come and cleanse my heart. Make me new. Make me someone who can actually live in your kingdom set me free from my sin and the bondage of 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 shame so that i can live for you in newness of life i pray that for you that as you go about your day jesus reflected god's light in the world and showed the world who god was and i pray that it would be similar for us that through encountering jesus that people would be able to look at our lives, look at the way that we live and go, that's what God looks like. They might reject our beliefs. They might reject um, (laughs) who we are, but they would never be able to reject us because we were a false image, but instead they would actually be rejecting who God has revealed himself to be. So with that, let's pray. Um, Let's pray that we would embrace the word 
um, and that we would live for him. Dear God, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, in the flesh. God, I thank you that you never gave up on us and that you um, lovingly came down to earth with the mission to set us free from sin. God, I pray that, that you would prepare our hearts, that we would actually embrace you, that we wouldn't reject you, but we would embrace you and embrace who you really are. God, I pray that every area of our heart and, and every room of our heart would be fully open to you, that you would have all access, that there would not be any areas of our life that we don't let you be Lord over. And God, I pray that you would help us to embrace the sacrifice that, that, that you gave, that we would actually accept that eternal life that you're offering us, that we would be cleansed from our sin and filled with your spirit so we could live for your glory, Lord. I pray that we would reflect your light in the world and when people looked at us, that they would see who you are. And God, if they were to reject us, I pray they wouldn't reject us because we were a false image, but because we genuinely showed them who you were and they said, that's not for me. God, I pray that you would help us to experience your love, experience your grace, experience who you are. I pray that you would be with these listeners, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would dwell with them, uh, that you would pitch your tent among them and be with them, God. Guide them into who you are and who you are calling them to be. In Jesus' name, amen.